Today, I'm speaking with Nancy Harhut, co-founder and chief creative officer at HBT Marketing, a consultancy which specializes in applying human behavior techniques in marketing. Nancy is author of Using Behavioral Science in Marketing, subtitled Drive Customer Action and Loyalty by Prompting Instinctive Responses. Now, I very much like the link between action and loyalty, and of course, I like chapter six on storytelling. Before we get into the detail, though, Nancy, what's the core idea of the book? Well, thank you for asking, Toby. The core idea of the book is that marketers or anyone who's doing marketing can trigger decision defaults in their target market, in their customers and prospects. So humans over the millennia have developed certain automatic, instinctive, reflexive responses as a way to conserve mental energy because people couldn't possibly weigh every bit of information before making a decision or they'd never get around to making any decisions. So we've developed these automatic, instinctive, reflexive behaviors. And what happens is we cruise along through life on autopilot, we encounter a certain situation, and we just default to these hardwired behaviors, giving them little, if any, thought. And for marketers, this represents a huge opportunity. Because as a marketer, if you can get out ahead of this, if you can create messages that will prompt or trigger these automatic behaviors, you greatly increase the likelihood that people will engage with and respond to your marketing messages. In this book is a very practical, actionable, tactical book about exactly how to do that. There are other books out there about behavioral science, some very good ones, as a matter of fact, but very often they're written by um, academics or they're written by researchers. I am a practitioner. I go to work every day. I write copy for my clients. I use these principles every day. I see how effective they are. And so I've codified them. I've put them in a book. Don't let your eyes roll back in your head when you see behavioral science. It's not complicated. It's not boring. It's actually really interesting. And the book is easy to read. The tactics, the principles, they're easy to apply. Now, the book, in fact, includes key takeaways for action at the end of each chapter. And I was curious to know how much is behavioral science that you might want to learn and how much of this is instinct based? Well, so that's a really interesting question, Toby, because I think behavioral science, frankly, is all about instincts. It's about those reflexive, automatic, instinctive behaviors that humans have. And so as you're reading the book, I think sometimes you'll, you'll say, ah, of course, that makes perfect sense. And other times you'll say, oh, wow, I never really thought of it that way. In each of the chapters, I include not only a bulleted list of takeaways, how to easily apply these to your marketing messages, but I include a, a story that takes the behavioral science principle out of marketing and just demonstrates how it works. And then I include a small case study that's basically a story of how it works in marketing. And very often these are drawn from um, pieces of business that I've worked on. So I talk about different ways we could have tried to solve the problem and then the way we ultimately did and here's why it worked and here's what the results are here's what the response was so you, you get a really good sense for what works why it works you get a little bit of behavioral science just enough to point to so you can say all right i feel comfortable this is, that this is evidence-based i feel comfortable that i'm you know making this decision based on research that came out of Yale or Harvard or Stanford based on proven in-market results. So I'm pretty confident that this could work for me, but you don't have to know a lot of science, you know, just a little bit about it. I give you just enough so that you feel 
confident and I give you a lot more in terms of how do you apply on a practical day-to-day level when you're doing your marketing, when you're creating your emails, your direct mail pieces, your social posts, uh, your ads, whatever it is that you're working on, making sure that those messages are going to be served up in the most brain-friendly way, the way that's most likely to get someone to notice them, understand them, remember them, and most importantly, act on them. Yeah, you mentioned stories. Why are stories so important in marketing? Yes, stories. Well, stories, you know, stories were how information was passed down from generation to generation before the written world, right? So uh, before the written word, I should say, you know, so stories are very important to humans. Stories are how we make sense of the world. Uh, we, we process information. We understand information. We categorize information based on stories. Stories also drive a very deep emotional connection. And of course, emotions are at the, the root of how people make decisions. We make decisions for emotional reasons, and then we justify those decisions to ourselves and to other people with rational reasons. There's a professor uh, over at Princeton, his name is Yuri Hassan, and he says stories are the only way to activate the brain so that the listener turns the story into their own ideas and experience. Now think about it. If you're a marketer or if you're anybody trying to persuade someone to do something, trying to convince someone to see your point of view, if you use a story, suddenly, suddenly that listener turns the story into their own idea, their own experience. It's not you, right? Stories allow people to draw their own conclusion. And while they may argue with what someone else tells them, they rarely argue with their own conclusions. And, and that's the power of storytelling. Stories just affect our brain differently than, than simply consuming facts and figures Stories activate different parts of our brain. Uh, stories even involve something called narrative transport, where as you're as you're hearing or reading the story, you start to put yourself into the shoes of the character, and as a result, you feel what the character is feeling. So if you're a marketer and you want someone to feel how wonderful it is to use your product, the relief they'll feel when they've solved their problem, the the you know sense of accomplishment they'll feel when they use your product to achieve something. Tell them a story. And as the people, you know, your target market is consuming that story, they're going to feel those feelings. Stories are incredibly powerful. On the storytelling side, you also have a whole chapter on marketing copy and language. Where do you draw the line between creating a story to get an effect using behavioral science and using those instincts and perhaps drifting a little into manipulation or leading somebody a certain way? Because in my world, there's certainly a balance there. Well, I think, you know, particularly I'm going to answer this as uh, as a marketer from a marketing perspective. I think it is very important for marketers to respect our listeners, our readers, our, our customers and our prospects. We need to treat them res- with respect. We need to be ethical. We need to be responsible. So when we're using storytelling or any marketing technique, any behavioral science principle, you know, we have to keep that you know, top of mind, because you can maybe get a short-term win by abusing one of these techniques, but in the long term, you're going to erode customer trust. You're going to do damage that you may never recover from. So it's it's really important that we use these responsibly. We use these ethically. You know, we're we're true. We don't. You know, we 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 say things that are true. We don't lie. What what we're trying to do is make it easy for people to make decisions that will benefit both them and us as business people. We want to make it easy for them to do that, but we don't want to manipulate them, right? It's I, I talk about motivation, and I prefer that term to, of course, manipulation. Yeah, I think that's a good balance, motivation versus manipulation. And for those people listening to this show who are in the business of attracting inquiries for large software sales, it's generally not a one-off sale and walk away. It's about 
relationships and long-term service and support. What might be the key behavioural tool you would recommend? I, I think there are a few of them. One of them that springs to mind right away is the idea of emotion. As I said, people make decisions for emotional reasons, and then they later justify those decisions to themselves and to others with rational reasons. So if you can create an emotional connection with somebody, that person is way more open to any message that you subsequently want to deliver. So if you can build that emotional connection, you have that person in a perfect place to persuade them, right? To tell them what you want to tell them, to, to bring them over to your point of view. So I think emotion is really critical. I, I did some work for a software company that did business intelligence software. And uh, what their software allowed people to do is get a full 360 view of their data. And usually data is locked away in different data silos. And so you don't always get to access everything that you need. But this particular product gave you that that 360 view, that full view. And instead of leading with that, which is a fabulous benefit, they led with much more of an emotional sell. They put themselves in the shoes of somebody who is a high-level executive who has to make these very important decisions, decisions that impact not only their own career, but the livelihood of the employees at the company, the reputation of the company. And you're making these decisions, you know how much is at stake, and you also know that you don't have access to all the data that you might need. And as a result, at some point, you may make a call that's wrong. You may make a call that would have been different had you had some additional information. And so we talked about it in terms of, um, you know, the antacid for a diet of tough decisions or the delete button for that voice in your head. We led with that very, uh, you know, emotional, empathetic approach and then later transitioned into what the product was and, and why it was good. So I think that when you're trying to sell products like that that require uh, you know, a considered, uh, you know, purchase, a, a longer timeline, really anything in a B2B situation, you want to have that emotion. You want to remember to inject emotion. And very often, particularly in B2B, we think we don't need it. We think that uh, people are making decisions for the good of the company, that if they have the speeds and the feeds and the facts and the figures, that's all they need. And anyone who stops there, stops short. You really need to have that emotional component to the story as well, that emotional component to the advertising or marketing argument, because that's what's going to allow you to succeed. Thank you so much, Nancy Hahat, author of Using Behavioral Science in Marketing. Quite fascinating. You'll see the link to Amazon after this show and, of course, available from all good bookshops. Thank you. Thank you so much, Toby. I really appreciate it.